Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about travel highs and travel lows. I'm going to use the law of rhythm to explain what has happened here on my trip and how I handle my schedule. All right. So I'm going to share some very personal stuff with you about how things work in my world, my law of rhythm, how I've noticed it, how I use it to my advantage, uh, and really encourage you to figure out what is your natural rhythm. Okay. And then at the end, of course, I'm going to invite you to be a part of our 12 Universal Laws course. Today is the last day to sign up, and we're starting with our very first teaching today. So we would love to still have you in that group and bring a friend. All right. Enjoy. All right, so today we're going to talk about travel highs and travel lows. Uh, before I could jump into that, today is the last day to sign up for our 12 Universal Laws course and the first day to receive a teaching, so I'm so excited to get this started. Um, I'm also, uh, I'm sitting in an airport as I share this, getting ready for a long day of travel from Idaho at the retreat I've been at. Uh, I'm going to get in really late tonight, probably uh, a little after midnight and spend the night at my father's house, uh, not too, too far from the airport. And then I'll have a few client sessions tomorrow. And honestly, I'm probably going to have to do a whole lot of email triage. And then Josh is going to come and pick me up after work. And then I'll finally make it home tomorrow night. Why am I telling you this? Well, I want to highlight another universal law that's one of my favorites, and I do a lot of teaching on it, but I'm going to be brief on this one today. The law of rhythm. In a nutshell, this law states that there is an unending dynamic flow to life with natural ups and natural downs. And when you kind of go with the flow, you'll play smarter, not harder. I've definitely seen this with my life. Um, you know, when you talk about travel, I was a bear to travel with. All you got to do is ask my husband. Uh, I would get so uptight about every little detail thinking that it was constantly important that I would drive him and me and probably all other travelers a bit nuts. Okay. But things are different today. And I realized, um, that it's the law of rhythm that's really helping me. So I understand that when I'm in a low, and and that might be when you're not feeling well, when you're stressed, or when you're doing something new, right? That's a low. The extra energy is needed from my mental, emotional, and physical body, and I need to respect that. When I honor the low and I don't fight it, I actually come out of that low much quicker. And I'm nicer to other people. When I keep trying to push ahead and kind of make things happen, it's like the universe is shouting, danger, danger, danger. Honestly, that's what happened with my stroke. I went way too many years in danger mode before the universe finally just said, yeah, no, you're done. Okay. So too much fighting this law of rhythm and trying to make things happen or force things happen rather than going with the flow is dangerous. And I also know the benefit of being on a high. So when you're on a high, everything seems to come easier, faster, and is more intense. Momentum carries you forward. You feel like you can accomplish anything. Now, this is not a time to rest. 
this is, a, you know, you want to entertain decisions when you're on a high. Kind of let them sit and marinate when you're in a low and then actually make the decision when you're back on a high. This ensures that you really want to do whatever that thing is. If you make a decision only on a high point, you're likely to say yes to just about anything. And if you're in a low point, you're probably just going to say no. So let it sit for a bit and see what happens. Before this trip to Idaho, I was on a high. Uh, I have about two weeks in every month where things flow really well. So what did I do? I created content left and right. Podcast episodes. Uh, uh, this 12 universal laws. I was writing the, the content for, for that course. Um, classes. Teachings for my membership group. I edited my dissertation. And I had some pretty interesting networking meetings as well as client sessions. Now, I try to load up my schedule during those two weeks because I know that the next two weeks are coming. And I knew with the travel and the beautiful time that I've had with my friends and colleagues, I didn't want to focus on work. And most professionals I know understand that if you leave, you know, for one week of vacation, it's often a mad rush to get ready and take some time transitioning when you get back because of the prep time and cleanup time. And, you know, some people I know actually hate the cycle so much that they never go away. So anyway, I knew that I wanted to be completely present at the retreat and also very, <laughs> there was very little internet service. Okay. So I used the law of rhythm to let me know when I should do a lot of prep work ahead of time. I also know that after I travel, I tend to get a little bit cranky. And wouldn't you know, the week where I feel really low and kind of like I don't want to be with people coincides with the week that I return. So uh, first thing is I alerted my husband so he wouldn't expect me to kind of be on when I got home. Uh, I also cleared an extra couple of days uh, of unnecessary appointments. So I still have a few things, but anything that was unnecessary, I just said, we need to reschedule. And I planned in rest time. Now, some people might say that's the worst time to rest because you just took a week off of work and now look, you're taking another three days off. Yep. Because the law of rhythm is real and it can play havoc in your life if you don't listen. My natural kind of monthly rhythm is that on week one, I have some amazing spiritual insights and healing sessions with my clients. It's like the door between the physical world and the spiritual world is really opened and I can gain access quickly. Uh, it makes my writing and my service for others at such a higher level than normal. The second week is all about getting stuff done. This is when I do a lot of preps and paperwork and content writing. Once I'm in the groove, I can go for hours without taking a break and still feel energized at the end of the day. I try to have less client sessions this week because I'm in the flow. I used to book sessions on this week and, and then I wondered, you know, why am I not getting stuff done? The third week, I always feel a pull towards people. I think after week two, I'm, I'm kind of done with the paper and I need to feel connected. So this is when I schedule as many client sessions as possible and networking meetings and special things with my family. It's almost like I'm on a people high. But then the inevitable always happens. And on week four, I am all peopled out. I feel an insane need to be by myself. 
I take a lot of walks. I focus on self-care. I connect with my friends. I read. I take naps. I still have some client sessions and get some stuff done, but it's a much lighter schedule. It's taken me many years to kind of figure out this rhythm and what works for me. And every time I follow this pattern, life brings me some amazing results. Now, there are times when I know that I have to teach, let's say, a live class in week four. It's not ideal. However, I know this and I can adjust to make sure I rest a little bit before and after more than I do, say, on on week two or three. I'm also keenly aware that there are some decisions I can make quickly, uh, and I do. However, some decisions need a little bit of time to think about them. So for those decisions, I want to wait about a month when possibly, uh, you know, I can, I can see things in a different light. Um, it, when I sit a bit and, and let it run through a full cycle, then I am much more inclined to finish the thing I started. I, I'm a great starter, but sometimes the finishing kind of challenges me, right? And so when I uh, let those decisions go through that whole rhythm cycle, then I can see, is is this really something I want to do or is it not? And I found that certain projects I've wanted to do for years seem to naturally flow when I follow the law of rhythm. The universal law, uh, a laws course, is a great example of that. I have been thinking about this. I have been planning it. I have been uh, waiting to get this going. And I'm so excited. Um, another example uh, that's kind of in the works is a, a coaching academy, um, for education leaders. And it looks like it might be happening very soon. And I also have an opportunity on the table to do something bigger and, and more exciting than I've ever done before, where I can reach more people all around the world. Now, I'm letting this idea kind of sit for a bit, though, just to see if I'm still okay with it in week four when I have a low, because it would require me to show up in in my my week fours. It's not something I can just ignore. And so I need to make sure, am I going to be okay with that? Does all this make sense? Yeah. So using the law of rhythm to your advantage is really a game changer. I work with clients all the time, and this is one of the laws that is constantly violated. Listen, the world is not going to fall apart if you take off work early, or you take a nap, or you take the day off. If you're in a low, that's the best thing that you can do, not just for you, but for your people too. So stop fighting the low. Take a break. Find your pattern and rhythm and see what works best for you, okay? So if you want to know more about this law and any of the other laws that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, please check out the link in the comments. See if it's right for you. Ask me your questions. I would love to have you there. All right. Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.